0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Soda Pop podcast. This is episode 22 of season two. And today we have a couple of awesome people with us. We have Professor Mike Johnson, who has already been on our podcast before. Go check out our previous episode with him. Find out which one it is. Go listen to them all. (laughs) And uh, we also have a very special former student with us. You want to introduce yourself real quick? Uh, yes, sure. Uh, my name is Bryant Hashotter.
1: I'm a recent graduate, 2019 graduate, and uh, I was a cinematic arts
0: student. All right, and of course, it's me, Mark. I'm here all the time, and uh, today it's just me and Tyler. So we're going to be having a great episode here. So we're going to be talking about the the George Lindsay Film Festival today, which is something that's been going on for a good time here at UNA, which is really cool. Um, but first, let's get a little bit deeper into, into you guys. Um, especially uh, you, Bryant. I wanna know where are you from? What possessed you to come here to UNA? What, what did you like about UNA? And um, what has, how do you think it helped you, in, you know, after your graduation? Okay, so uh, I'm actually from Muscle Shoals, which is just like right
1: across the river, and uh, I've I've lived here like my entire life. U uh, N A was just sort of like the easiest option for me. Um, it was like also the most affordable option, and um, but that didn't like that didn't mean that I was like thinking about other places. And like U N A was just like wah, wah. I was just like very interested in U N A because it, it seemed like a community more than anything. It was um, smaller than a you know regular university, I guess. And um, I remember like the first the first day I got to UNA. Um, I remember like just like going to my different classes and everything, and like seeing all of my friends from like Muscle Shoals and being like, "Wow, this feels like summer camp almost."
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: what was the other questions?
0: <laughs> so like like how like what was your I guess we'll do what was your favorite part of being here at UNA? definitely being a film student i think that like at like
1: it's it's really interesting to like look back on my time at una and to see like how much experience we we get as film students and like just being able to like be around like so many different creative people with so many different like different artistic like ways about them is really cool. I feel like UNA, like, in general, is just, like, a very artistic place. Like, we have, like, we have music and we have art and we have film. We have, like, everything. And um, it's just, like, a really cool place to, like, share, like, ex- like express
0: yourself and also, like, get an education in what you're passionate about, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, Professor Johnson, why don't you kind of uh, refresh our listeners' Memories about you know where you're from and your positions and everything you do here at the university
2: All right, so I'm a assistant professor in cinematic arts and theater. We've got a new program. That's just starting up Um, uh, Next next year will be the first official year for it, but I've been here almost four years now and um, When I got here, I thought I was just gonna be here for a semester. It was a visiting professor position and um, got here, didn't know much about it, didn't know much about the students, didn't know much about the school, uh, but fell in love like really, really quickly. I really liked the program a lot, really liked the area, felt very inspired by it, um, and decided this is where I wanted to be, and thankfully they let me come back mm-hmm. uh, to stay here um, uh, indefinitely. Um, and so, yeah, so now, now I'm here and I, I, I help uh, Co-direct the um, the George Lindsay Film Festival and um, do most of the programming for it. So, um, and then also make make movies
3: when I'm not teaching. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so you mentioned that you co-direct the film festival. Can you tell us how it got started and? Uh. Sure. So um, Dr. Birkhead, Cynthia Birkhead, she's she's been on
2: it for, for quite a while now. I, th- I think almost, um, I don't want to date her, but uh, I think like fi- about 15 years, maybe more. The festivals, like you had mentioned, Mark, has been going on for 23 years. As far as I know, it's the oldest festival in Alabama. Um, which if you think about that, it's a pretty radical idea for George Lindsay to start something like this that long ago mm-hmm. and decide to do it here. Um, cause you're looking at some festivals, like even Sundance weren't, mm-hmm. weren't allowed that weren't around that much longer, mm-hmm. um, than this festival. So, um, so yeah, every year we like this year, we usually get, um, a few hundred submissions, um, in different categories and, um. Yeah, we just sort of look for the best ones and then also try to highlight Alabama films to really help bring film production here because one of the things about uh, the state industry and hopefully we want our students to be working more is it's starting to grow. It's um, because of tax incentives and things like that. So there's a lot more work in film in general and more film production. But if we were to compare it to a place like Georgia, uh, it's, it's not even close. Um, and that's really be just because there's not the infrastructure there, but a big part of it is there's not the people who can do this well yet. And a big part of what we're trying to do here at University of North Alabama is find students like Bryant, uh, who, can, who can do this stuff and can do it well and can find jobs and hopefully make this industry grow and grow and grow. And uh, the festival's a part of that. It's, it's mm-hmm. highlighting their work um, and uh, just highlighting you know, what the state of Alabama is doing in mm-hmm. filmmaking.
0: So you were talking about like categories earlier. Can you um, kind of expand more on what how many different categories there are and how um, kind of the finalists of those categories are, are selected? Mm-hmm.
2: So it's, it's really um, uh, it's a really uh, ex- I, I'm saying exclusive, not in terms of like, um, anyone can submit their film for consideration, but we don't show that many films and we don't select that many finalists compared to some other film festivals. So, for instance, there's three final finalists in the feature category, three finalists in the narrative short category, um, which means if we get 60 to 70 narrative short films, we're only playing three finalists. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's pretty tough to kind of... Um, find your way through that and the way we do that is we have some student programmers and this year it was uh, mostly Cole Johnson who's a film uh, student here and Nick Ratliff Uh, they, they looked at some films and read some screenplays and then I'll also take a look and help with the programming as well and so and then finally, we actually had this year, we did a, um, a programming meeting where we invited anyone who wanted to come, and we had about 25 students show up. We showed films. We all kind of voted on some of them and found some of the finalists. So some of the finalists that we found were picked that way as well. And so we okay. whittle it down to three in each category, and then, um, we, and then we also show all the Alabama films as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's tough. To, to make it onto mm-hmm. the screen here.
0: So with those um, those three finalists from each category, how do you go through, is it kind of the same process to go through and select the winners?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this year we're going to have a jury. Um, and in the past, uh, they'll, they'll basically watch the categories and then all decide uh, mm-hmm. amongst each other. Um, and in the past, we've had um, individuals who are in the industry um, select the finalists. So like the first year... I think you won. Um, uh, it was a, a professional screenwriter, Jeremiah Friedman, who had written some stuff for like The Rock. Um, he'd written a TV show for him that hasn't been made yet. I Yeah, but he, <laughs> yeah, he selected Bryant's, and so there'd be somebody like kind of in the industry or, or mm-hmm. you know working in some way who would have selected uh, the winners. But this year we'll have a jury for the okay. winners.
3: That's cool. Okay, so. Uh, I know I asked you guys before, like what your favorite films are, but what are some films you guys are excited about showing in this film festival? Um, okay. uh, Think Tank. Yeah. Okay,
1: Mary Beth Sandfield. She was a UNA. She she was a UNA student. She graduated. Yeah. Um Mary Beth Sandfield was a former UNA student who um, her practicum film Think Tank is a, a finalist in the student short film category, category. Mm-hmm. and uh, it is so funny. It is really, really good. And um, yeah, that one especially for me.
2: Yeah, and that one's playing, um, I, I just wanted to give a shout out to her. That one's playing opening night. That's gonna be right after the kickoff party, which is March 5th um, at six o'clock. And then right after that, we'll be showing her film and another uh, alumni's film. Um, and, and yeah, Mary, Mary Charles's film is, is great. Mary uh, I'm sorry, Mary Beth. Mary <laughs> Charles is another student. Mary, Mary Beth's film is, is, is really, really great um and, and there's a lot of films that I'm looking forward to to seeing as well that night there's a film called Dark Harbor that's playing at nine p m um pretty good thriller mm-hmm. and um another film that I, that I liked in particular is called um Thunderbolt in mine Eye, which is a independent film from Portland oregon um the director one of the co-directors is coming um, to do a q and a after and it's just a a really sincere um portrait of like teenage love and not to throw anybody off and, and just even dealing with like sex but not in this way that seems sort of seedy um, in a very sort of mature way and I think shows um, teenagers in a way that, that sort of doesn't sort of condescend and look down at them and so it's one of those films that that, that I that I really enjoyed um, but there's there's a lot of great films playing
0: okay and so since there are um, so many different categories of films, That'll be playing. Uh, how do you think that the festival itself kind of um, appeals to those students around campus? Not just necessarily those in the cap program, but should just everybody in general. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, don't know. Uh, <laughs> I guess I would I would say I'm I'm partial. I am partial because I love film, and it's 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 sacred and it's beautiful and it's it's all of these things. And and I think it, it's it's really. Universal in terms of cultures and and people and and there's so many different voices and so many different topics and content and things that you can explore that I do think that this this, um, program in particular is very eclectic. We have a really good mix of filmmakers, really diverse types of films. Um, For the first time ever, uh, more than half of our finalists were directed by, films were directed by women. Um, And and so I, I feel like you'll, Any student who has any appreciation for movies whatsoever can come and see something that's a little bit different from what they would see if they went down to the multiplex in Mm -hmm. Florence, which means those movies are great. It's just uh, we don't necessarily here in the Shoals get exposed to um, independent film um, the way that I would hope that we would be able to. And this is like a great opportunity to do that. And it's it's free. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the, the, the really key things.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, that's, a, that's a pretty big thing as well because, um, I mean, everybody goes and watches movies in the theaters with all these big, um, these big actors like The Rock in it. And um, I think people don't really think about what goes behind them, like how much it takes for those directors to be able to get up to making that level of content. And I think that festivals like this, especially with the student work that's involved in it, Um, is a good way of showing just how how it takes time to progress and how you start out a small festival like this one year and then the next year you might have, like, the next blockbuster movie that, you know, breaks the charts.
1: (laughs) I think that, uh, like, independent film is, like, in some levels it's, like, a lot more personal. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that I don't even think that you have to, like, necessarily be um, interested in film to be able to, like, connect to... Um, any sort of independent work I think that like um, it's sort of like crafted with like a very careful hands and it's really nice to sort of see something um, that you can that you can see yourself in I guess I don't know I don't know if that was a good answer but yeah sure <laughs> I think it was a good answer. Thank you.
3: (laughs) So, uh, speaking of that, you were a winner last year, um, and a finalist for the short film and the feature length film this year. So can you give us an overview of the two films in this year's festival? In this year's festival? Okay, so in the the
1: feature screenplay category, I have uh, a screenplay called Mattress Monster, Mm -hmm. which is a feature version of my student film, my practicum film, that I did in 2018. It was also a part of the film festival last year, and um, then uh, the uh, the uh, short film, short screenplay is um, a screenplay called Snake Charmer that I wrote actually, like, a long time ago. I wrote it for, I think, one of um, our professor, J.P.'s, class, like, JP's classes and um, I found it over the summer and I read it and I really loved it I thought it was really like I thought it was really cool and so I just decided to just do whatever and just submit it just to submit
0: it okay so as we said you've been part of this for the past two years um last year being a student and this year being a graduate so how has your experience been on both sides of that I think that
1: oh god that's a good question i guess i'm not really sure just because i i haven't been able to experience the festival from just the perspective of somebody who's like just like showing up to watch a bunch of movies Mm -hmm. which is kind of how it's going to be this year so i'm really excited to just be able to show up and like meet a bunch of really cool filmmakers and be able to like not necessarily think about myself and think about like my friends who have like a bunch of great art that is a part of the festival, mm-hmm. but uh, last year was just like great. It was just like great, like the 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 level of like support that George Lindsay gives you for like for for making a screenplay or anything is just like it's just great.
0: It makes you feel really good. So
1: mm-hmm. very appreciative of that.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know you guys were talking before before we started recording about. Um, you were giving advice about how if you you want to get, you want to see your work grow, you just want to put it out there, submit mm-hmm. it to festivals. Yeah. Um, have you submitted any work to any other festivals other than just the George Lindsay Festival.
1: Absolutely. I do all the time. I mainly just get rejections, which is absolutely okay. But I think that that's just part of, like, the process of being a filmmaker and a part of, like, growing as a filmmaker is just, like, putting your work out there and, like, getting the yes or no. And um, you just have to, like, keep going and keep keep making stuff and mm-hmm. keep, keep trying at it. hmm have you had any uh, non-rejections? Yeah, I actually I have. I got into a film festival that is the same weekend as George Lindsay. It's next weekend. It's called the Grind Film Festival, and it is uh, which is like the most iconic like like uh, like festival name. But um, it uh, yeah, it was uh, my short film mattress monster was accepted in that, which I was I was very thankful for, and. Um, I also, uh, m- the script that was, uh, my- the first script that I won for at uh, George Lindsay, uh, it was called The Cat. I was a quarter finalist for something called the Academy Nickel Fellowship, which is like really cool, really big deal. It's like a big screenwriting competition. But yeah, yeah. other than that, not really.
2: <laughs> that's And that's, I mean, and he's being modest, that's, that's the most uh, prestigious screenwriting competition. So for him to advance to that stage, um, is really impressive and, you know, not just in terms of advice, but this is to talk a little bit about some of the success that Brian's had is um, he's got this really unique voice and he's got a beautiful soul and he's, he's really creative and does these really out there things sometimes that are, that are very much his own, but he's the thing that makes Brian really great too is he's like a master at the craft. And the craft, when you talk about it in filmmaking or screenwriting, it's a little bit different. And it doesn't mean you have to go to school for it, necessarily. It just means, like, you can learn the craft watching a ton of movies. Yeah. Or you can learn the craft making a ton of movies. But I do think it it ends up being... Or you can come to UNA and learn learn the craft a little bit more. From two Um,
1: incredible professors. I just have to, like... If I'm going to be showered with compliments, Mm -hmm. I just have to say that, like, before I got to UNA, I think that I had obviously like a passion for movies and a love for movies and um that I thought was like that was like a good starting point and it was but when I got to UNA I got exposed to like like being taught by Mike and JP which like you just get whipped into shape in like the best way and it's just I don't know I feel like they really do like turn you into filmmakers just from like experience and um, from their own personal experience and then just like allowing you the opportunity to like gain experience by making shorts i think that like the program is just fantastic and i'm
3: like forever thankful for it forever thankful for it Oh, that's awesome so uh going off of that uh you've obviously had a really good experience and it's taught you a lot and you still uh managed to do really good with that um, so what are your thoughts on the recent merger of the cinematic arts and the theater? Like, what are your thoughts about that? I'm jealous. <laughs> no, I think it's really cool. I think it's, um, I
1: think it's a, it's, it, it, it's, 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 it's not necessary, but it's uh, necessary is not the right word, but like, I just think it's, I think it's great. I think it's a, it's a great opportunity to take. And I think that, um, those two, like groups of people should be definitely working with each other. Definitely. Okay. Good for them.
0: Yeah, and I mean it. It took a while for that to happen, which I I think it took longer than it should have. And now that it's that it's working together, I'm 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 intrigued to see how um, things like the like the Lindsay Festival proceed in the future with the two programs being together now. I mean they work together as well, but like being actually part of the same program, I'm ready to see how that goes because it's it's been a struggle out from what I've been hearing from majors in it before to actually be able to find the time to be able to work together but now it's the same program it opens up for a whole new world of possibilities yeah i think that it's like uh,
1: the evolution of the program hasn't stopped and it's only gotten better and better and it's only going to get better and better
0: Mm, i agree so speaking of that um this is a question for both of you both like either from a from a from a teaching perspective from a student's perspective or from like successes that you guys have had what advice you know we already talked about uh submitting your stuff to festivals um to get it out there what what kind of other advice do you uh do y'all have for aspiring students
2: well um well like one of the one piece of advice that i usually give that i that i should really give myself it's been a while since that since i've made anything is um You know, you don't really have to ask for anyone's permission to create something. And I think too often where we want to be validated by someone's notes, we want to be validated by money or financing for something to do something, and it just sort of cripples us in a way where we can't really, we can't move forward with things. And so, for me, my biggest thing is whether it's you know filmmaking or music or art. It's like if you are an artist and you are a filmmaker, you know you call yourself that. That's you know you don't have to have that on your pay stub to, to call that, and you, you wear that and you put that on your sleeve and, and you go and you do it. Um, and so that's that's kind of the major thing that I would say to, to most young artists is um, don't just don't ask for permission.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like if you make a if you make a bad film, like who cares? Like who cares? Just like just make another film. Like I don't know. Like just just do it. Like I feel like I feel like that's that's the that's the best piece of advice is just to do it. And just to just to find find your group of people and uh, just just like make things and
0: experiment and um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say for. For anybody who's not a student, that that advice will apply to you too. I mean, go out. Don't be afraid just because you're not a student to go and do it as well, because I mean, you don't have to be a student to submit work to film festivals. Um, and I can also go off of what you said, more from a music perspective, because that's more of what I know. You, I mean, we all have heard the saying, "Practice makes perfect." While there's not necessarily ever going to be a perfect in most situations, the more you do it, the more you, you learn, the more you improve. So if you do have that first failure, I know a lot of people would like give up right then. But if you keep going, you'll, you'll see yourself progress, yeah. which is something that you know I've noticed in music. I took, I think, almost a full year off of playing music, and I dropped in level of skill and just trying to play songs that i had once been able to play and wasn't able to then i realized hey if i keep working at this i'll get back to where i was whereas you know the other option would just be to throw my guitar in the dumpster somewhere <laughs> exactly and it's like what's
1: what's the sense in that what's exactly. the sense in like giving up all of that uh, all of that time and like that passion too mm-hmm. um I think that uh, like the 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 that first script that I wrote that one at George Lindsay like that was not my first screenplay like I had written so many things like even throughout high school um, just to just to be able to like get to that point mm-hmm. so it just takes like it just takes a, it takes a little bit of practice and you have to you just have to be patient with yourself and allow yourself
3: to grow mm-hmm. of course all right. George Lindsay UNA Film Festival, when is this and what time does it take place? Okay, so I'm um, <laughs> to write this down. Uh, so Thursday, um,
2: March 5th is, is when it starts, and we're going to have films pretty much going all day, Thursday, all day Friday, and then all day Saturday. And the kickoff party is at... Um, 6 p.m. on Thursday. It's down at the McKinney building in downtown Florence. Anyone can come. Uh, all the films are free and open to the public. And I also just wanted to say, too, there's, um, there's a lot of panels going on. Um, there's some professional actors coming into town, some professional filmmakers who are going to not only just talk about like their own work, but also, like for instance, there's a young actors panel on Thursday at 11 at the George Lindsay theater, but they're going to talk a little bit about just sort of the, the reality of the industry and, and how to kind of break in with that and what auditioning is like. And, um, that'll include Chloe, uh, Chloe Levine, who is in the OA and she's on trinkets and, um, some other shows too. What's that show at the Netflix with, uh, the, um, who is, who is that thing? That thing? No, yeah, uh, yeah. Where, where the, all the the kids come back to their town and the parents are missing. What is that? What is that one? Oh, the uh, the society is the name oh, of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then uh, Virginia Newcomb, who is in a film called this title is kind of funny, but it's called The Death of Dick Long, which is um a, Yeah, Sundance film. She's are she's they gonna, gonna be, be here? here. Yeah, so she's she's doing a young actors panel. So we've got some good actors and guests and cool people coming. I just
1: have to say that like that like a lot of like the cool factor of George Lindsay 2 is just like getting to meet some of these people Mm -hmm. like and just just like the films that they've worked on it's just like it's just really really interesting to meet some of these people Mm -hmm. it's great it's that's another reason why why I love it so much is just uh, being able to meet like filmmakers like coming in from out of town and like getting to share your experience and just like talk with them I think it's great. Mm -hmm.
2: And this leap, yeah, and the leap from these filmmakers that you'll be able to meet and and, and listen to, um, you know, this wasn't a George Lindsay filmmaker, but there's there's a filmmaker, Chloe Zhao, who made a film called The Rider just a couple years ago. It was literally her, her camera person, you know, DP. And a sound person. She made this film about a Native American rodeo rider, and um, she's making a Marvel movie, you know, um, right now. And, and a so,
1: movie with Francis McDormand. Yeah, yeah, at the same yeah, time. At the same time. What? And
2: so I mean, that's sort of if you could think, oh, am I just seeing these movies from these non-professionals? You know, it's it doesn't exactly work that way. It's almost like saying, oh, because I saw a musician playing in you know Florence or Nashville. Um, they're not professionals or it's not done like these are these are real professional filmmakers making great work it's just a little bit on the margins of kind of what we think industry-wise but you know they they will be uh, brian included they will be the people who are making the big movies that you're seeing down there at florence and seeing walk the stage at the academy awards um yeah and it's and it's not sort of like um, and it's not facetious or joking to say that it's like it's it's true. So um, it's a cool opportunity to see some of these people before, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: And so with the with these with the actual screenings of the of the films, um, where are all
2: these going to take place? So the first day of films is at the communications building until after the kickoff party. Then they'll all they'll be at the main room, and then okay. Saturday they'll be at the main room as well. Some panels will be at the uh, the George Lindsay Theater. Um, so you might want to look at the, the, the website, georgelindsayfilmfestival.com, and you can see the schedule. And then on Saturday, I'm sorry, most of the films will be back at the communications department, and the awards show is at uh, the main room. In, um, that's at 6.30 on Saturday, and anyone can come.
0: Perfect. That's awesome. So everybody, make sure you go and, and go to the festival, especially with all these... Great films that we're hearing about that they've that they've talked about so far, and many more that they haven't talked about. So go check it out. Um, the schedule and stuff is on the the website. Um, go check it out. Uh, if you have any questions, I would assume you can ask somebody there and they'll answer for you hit
1: me up on instagram i have i will answer any questions for you no i'm just kidding Uh, you can plug it if you want
0: (laughs) Bryant hash asher yeah that's my instagram yeah so go check them out and check out their social medias as well i think george Lindsay has social media too doesn't he
2: uh, yeah, there's a, I, I, I'm trying to think of the name, name of it, but if you look up on, look it up on Facebook, it'll, it, it should pop up. George Lindsay, UNA Film Festival.
0: Yeah. Do that. Follow the, uh, oh,
2: cinematic art. Thanks, arts <laughs> thanks for the
1: follow. Program. Yeah. I have a bunch <laughs> of
0: art for sale, by the way. Please buy my art. I'm poor. <laughs> All right. But we definitely want to thank you two for coming and being with us. This is a big deal. I think we did an, an episode on this last year as well, but I think this one is way more in depth. And a little bit more informational, especially with a student's perspective on it as well. Especially somebody who's already been a winner and who's in it as well, again as well. But Thanks for having us. It's mm-hmm. fun. Oh, it was really fun. And I mean, we could sit here and talk for hours and hours and hours upon stuff that that we haven't covered. But we've we've gotten pretty a, pretty much a good basis of understanding for everybody to go and attend and and sort of know what is going on because I know it could probably be a, a confusing time and place for those. <laughs> <does>. But <laughs> um, we are going to be back next week. I don't. And so check us out next week. Go listen to our previous episodes. Like I said before, uh, Mike was actually on our Cinematic Arts and Theater Program episode as well. Go check that out. Go check out every other episode we have. We have like 22. This is 22 plus like 17 last year. So we have a lot. Just go binge them. Whole catalog. Oh, I will say we're also, we just got on Spotify. So that's, we're legit now. So iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And now my alarm's going off. But no, it's fine. But that's all we have for you guys. (laughs) That's all we have for you guys in this episode. We'll see you next week.
3: (laughs) Hey, guys. Make sure to check out all of our social medias. Feel free to send us your feedback at arts at una.edu or through the DMs of any of our social media. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you in the future.
1: This podcast has been brought to you by UNA School of the Arts. Executive producer is Mark Gallegos, co-produced by Selena Fugate and Tyler Hankins. Special thanks to Dr. Terrence Brown and the entire Soda staff.